I have to um, come clean about something before we actually, like, get into this. Okay. Um, I shared my, like, first solo movie experience last time, mm-hmm. and I said that uh, the first movie that I watched solo was Made of Honor, and I was completely wrong, and I did say last time that I have very bad memory, so mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a cushion there, but um, it was Leap Year. It okay. wasn't Made of Honor. I actually love Leap Year and would defend it to the death, so don't come for okay. Isla Fisher. <laughs> Here. She's the discount Amy Adams. <laughs> hey, we've got a um a male voice on the podcast today, oh. by the way. I know, what? we've been, like, way too focused on the female experience here. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Zach, who are you? Uh, this I'm is Zach. Zach. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you, uh, where, where what do you, I? what do you do? What, what, who are, just who are you? Who am, Whom's, yeah. even? Well, I'm still, you know, to be completely honest, trying to figure out who oh, I am. You goodness. know, it's a, it's an ongoing journey, and I don't know if I'll ever get there, but, um, I'm along for the ride. So, I, um, <laughs> that's so stupid, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I am a filmmaker myself. Um, you would never see any of my work or heard of me, but that's okay. Um, I work at a uh, production company in town, and uh, mm-hmm. we do some like corporate videos, but sometimes some cooler stuff than that. So yeah, that's what I do for work. That's who All I right. am. I'm a big movie nerd, so I'm I'm so stoked to be talking to two fellow, oh two fellow. I'm gonna say two fellow, and I said fellow. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, ladies. Hey, you know, um, I'm fine with fellas. Cinephiles. I was driving around downtown today with my pal, Tom, who's graciously letting us use his studio to record right now. Shout out, Tom Day underscore art. Um, And we were driving down Mass Ave, and there was this dude walking down the sidewalk, and I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Like, why does, I can't, like, place his face, but he, I remember faces. And I just, like, sat there, and then I yelled, he was the lead in Zach's last short film. Oh, was it Joseph? <laughs> Emily, yeah. Oh. And I was like, I felt like I saw like a celebrity. Yeah, wow. he also did the score for Emily too, in my last movie. What? So okay. Cool. Yeah. So, it's yeah. That's right. exciting. So, yeah, welcome Zach to the Cinema Rolls podcast. Zach, how do you Maybe, know yeah. other Sarah? Or um, Sarah, me Sarah. Yeah, so how did we, we kind of started talking through Instagram first, but I'm guessing Artspeak was the... Probably, I don't know how I started following you on Instagram. I just know you started messaging me, and I was like, oh, this person really likes movies, and then... You posted, no, I know what the first thing I messaged you was. Okay. You posted an Instagram story about um, how you were confused why there's a phone next to a toilet, and I responded to it <laughs> and said, this is a booty call. <laughs> yeah, that's right, I was like, I don't know this but that was really funny. And Sarah, that was the first interaction. Sarah has the best, like, just bordering on dad jokes. Like, they're almost bad. Yeah. But she just has that, something about it. Just something yeah. about the delivery. Maybe it's because I'm not a dad. That could help. <laughs> Maybe. It was, yeah. one, it was one of those where I was like, damn, that, I'm so mad that I missed the joke. Yeah. You know, yeah. me and Sarah met by being Instagram mutuals as well. What so. did? That's a, another story this is for so another time. <laughs> Oh, we touched on it a little bit at the beginning of our Captain Marvel episode. Um, 
go listen to that if you haven't. Um, We're plugging our own podcast? What? We are. We normally plug other people's podcasts. So This podcast is sponsored by Cinema Rolls. Yeah. Actually, well, you know what? This is a great segue. We were going to do this much later. (laughs) We are obviously not sponsored by anything, by anyone here on Cinema Rolls. Um, But (laughs) that being said, uh, my friend Christian Venmoed us $3 to shout him out on our podcast. He also um, already put official sponsor of Cinema Rolls in his Twitter bio. (laughs) And he sells cars. Yeah, in Arkansas. So if if you... (laughs) The Bryant area. Yeah. Go buy a car from Christian May at Everett GMC. You and that's it. That's, <laughs> that's literally all three dollars gets you. So if you want yeah. to Venmo us three dollars, we no might more time. shout you out. No more time to this. The commercial break is over, Christian. Yeah, three dollars is it. not that much. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty cool that you guys. I mean, like this is your first episode with the first sponsor <laughs> yes. and the first guest. So exactly. How about it. We're legitimate. Wow, legitimate. this is exciting. Um, so why why do you like movies? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, I, ever since I was a kid, I loved them. It's so like, I don't, like, my family isn't super into them. Like, I mean, they watch movies, like everybody else watches movies, but they're not, like, a big f- film people. They're not like, oh, you have to watch so-and-so's film. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my dad once quoted um, The Treasure of Sierra Madre, and uh, he was like, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen that movie. He's like, oh, you gotta see it. And then I eventually watched it, like, a year mm-hmm. ago and told him. And he's like, oh, what's that? He, like, totally forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, I thought good. that I was doing, like, this big good. moment of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh. But, um, yeah, I think I got into them as a kid, though, because we would always get a movie, like, every Friday. And that was how, like, mm-hmm. I saw people mm-hmm. being entertained. Mm-hmm. And I like to entertain people and be the center of attention. And I was like, oh, movies. That's what you do to, like, get Are people. Are you the youngest to... child? Yeah, I'm the baby of. I have two older sisters. I'm a birth order mm. guru, but I the center of attention thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the baby. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I've been into them ever since, and uh, I, I, uh, why am I into movies? That's such a good question. I know. Why do you like it? It's such a deep question. Yeah, I mean, you know, it also depends. I mean, there's so many different reasons, but I, I overall, I love how um, they're so good at empathy and making you feel mm-hmm. empathetic for mm-hmm. humanity and. And um, that's probably, like, the biggest reason that I keep coming back is I love movies that make me... Obviously, make you feel something that... But that, I don't know, you come out and you, you feel for somebody else. Relatable like a, a little bit. Deep, yeah, like a deeper understanding of, of the world and a more appreciation, so... Yeah. Yeah. If you could only watch one movie every day for the rest of your life, what movie would it be? Um, that would probably have to be Her by Spike Jones. <laughs> I love that movie wow. so much. Wow. Mm. Uh, the AirPods movie. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or does the whole before trilogy, like before Sunrise, mm-hmm. Before Sunset, yeah. Before Midnight, if I could condense that into like an eight hour movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day for the rest of an eight hour movie for the rest of your life. It'd be a full yeah, time I mean, job. That's good. But... You'd take up a lot of time, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, great. Um, we have. Um, an email <laughs> that yeah, we need we to have, read we before we mail. really get further into this episode. We just wanted to, you know, introduce our, our very first guest. It's all very special. Um, but last episode at the end, we told you guys if you have any crazy solo movie experiences to email them in, and that we and we promised to do a dramatic reading. We did. Um, we promised that. So someone took us up on that. <laughs> 
so we have to read it. We had to do a dramatic reading of it. Yes. Um, so this is an email from Josh Allen. Hey, first I want to thank you for dedicating your 11th episode to my daughter Cameron. It brought, a sm it brought both a smile to my face and a tear to my eye. Sarah Doretta, you made such a, po a great positive impact in Cameron's life, and I truly appreciate how you make it a priority to encourage and empower other young ladies in such a positive way. Thank you. Which is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I might cry, but, you know, it's fine. Um, and then he says, now for something completely different, my most memorable solo movie-going experience. All right. We're in for a wild ride. Yeah, I just saw some <laughs> of the words, and I'm to it. Okay. I want you all, by the way, just to picture, like, Josh is a great father, you know, he, um, he's, he's older, and he would, like, punch me in the face for saying, like, his actual age, I think, also, I don't know his actual age, so that helps, um, but he's, he is a great father, and he's not, um, uh, some, just some weirdo, and I, he asked me, to preface that before reading his email so um thanks josh well you never revealed um, his age yeah no <laughs> right. that's yeah. weird okay the year was 2002 i was a senior in college and it was about halfway through my last semester i was more than ready to be done but in the middle of my senior grind i had this beacon of hope a movie that i had been wanting to see ever since i had first heard it was coming out I had been waiting for years for a movie like this to come out based on a video series that I had oddly grown to love. Oddly, because it was not created for someone in college, though there was a fairly large following of college-aged fans, but more on that later. I knew from the first time I had heard about the movie that I needed to go see it as soon as it came out, but I wasn't able to find anyone to go with me to see it. Probably not that I tried much, as I wasn't the most outgoing person, but nonetheless I decided to go solo. I don't remember all of the details exactly, so I may make up some things just to help make this story more awkward and funny. It's okay, Josh, I did that too. Story time. Um, see, for me to choose to see this movie by myself as a 23-year-old guy was not the brightest idea, especially since I wasn't really a part of the target audience, but I thought it wouldn't be a big deal. It's just me going to a movie. But as I get to the movie theater, I start to realize that going solo might not have been such a great idea as I am now surrounded by women, but not just women, but women with lots of kids. See, the movie was VeggieTales Jonah, and I'm pretty sure there's no way as a single guy to not look amazingly creepy going to a kid's movie solo. So as I go in and try to find my seat, I'm thinking, where can I possibly sit and not freak out these moms? Though I was also still wanting to get a prime seat to watch the movie, because I know full well that I have been looking forward to this movie experience longer than any of these kids had been alive. It was really a struggle. I realized that there was nowhere I was going to be able to sit and not look creepy, so I just decided to sit where I wanted, right in the middle of one of the middle back rows. I knew my bladder would be good to make it through the movie, unlike some of these other little dudes, so I could sit right in the middle of all these kids. I'm sure I got a ton of side eyes as mom were bringing their kids as moms were bringing their kids in as it was plainly obvious that I didn't have a little kid with me. So needless to say, it was one of my most awkward movie going experiences other than the time my parents took me on a double date to go see Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Anyway, sure Jonah wasn't a great movie in the history of movies, but I was still excited that it was VeggieTales on the big screen. But I definitely should have picked a late night showing when all the munchkins would be getting ready for bed so I wouldn't look like some creepy dude who enjoyed <laughs> kids movies which is mostly correct except the creepy part right <laughs> i just the I, only thing i have to say is i want to hear more about the titanic double what date. a roller coaster <laughs> ride it had oh, an initial thank plot, you for that josh a rising action a climax 
<laughs> falling action and a resolution. Oh my goodness! I, I'm trying to decide if if going late at night would have been it would have been even weirder. worse, much worse. Yeah, because the people cleaning yeah. the theater would have been like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> did you ever see VeggieTales, Jonah? Because I did. Yeah. I did plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. Just the steak and you know, shrimp it's a one. They have like the little steak and shrimp. <laughs> Um, Zach, do you have any um, awkward solo movie-going experiences? You know, not. There's not an awkward one that that pops into my brain, but I, I, and this is more of a of an overarching thing. But I love hearing the comments that other people make. Like you, you yes. hear them when you're with friends, but when you're by yourself, you're more attuned to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember what movie I was going to go see, but I was in a, the movie, and it was a bunch of older people. It was probably like an earlier showing, and the. Um, the trailer for On the Basis of Sex played, mm-hmm. and after it was over, this older woman goes, that looks political. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, for sure, it's about yeah. politics. It literally. <laughs> so, like, you get, I feel like you pick up on more stuff like that uh, when, you're, when you're by yourself. I'm oh, sure as soon that. as I walk away from this, I'm going to think of, like, a really funny story, but... Mm. Uh, it's okay. You can email it in. No, but that's, that's, that's so true, like... Like, I specifically, I went and saw Get Out, and there was a theater full of people. And it was an amazing experience, because everybody is freaking out the same amount, and, you know, shrieking, or making comments, or jumping right. all together. It's such a communal experience. We talked about this last episode, but yeah. I saw Us by myself, and oh, yeah, um, and there was this really weird thing happening where, not, it was before the movie started, but something had went wrong, I think, when they sold tickets, and people were walking into a theater they didn't buy tickets for so like all these people Ooh. kept piling in mm-hmm. and be like like what? even to me they're like oh you're in my seat and i'm like no i'm not because i also have this and yeah. then um just multiple people before the movie showing like had to get up and what? leave this is a terrible story but yeah no. Uh, no but like in the context of that film like what a way yeah, to start see? off that experience very uneasy Jeez. like Mm-hmm. Anybody could come and kick me out of my seat at any time. Yeah. Who knows? The suspense. That's I was pretty trying to literal. Picture, yeah, I picture what my tether would look like. Probably like you. Yeah, but like, what would that be? Like, I'm trying to picture like a creepy version like of me. Like you with like, yeah. This oh, is, yeah. No one knows what I look like. Like this a mask thing. or that weird <laughs> on this back podcast. Hair or, yeah, like what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So as we just keep referring to our last episode, like this half of this episode is just us referring to the last one. That's fine. Um, fine. We unfairly (laughs) roasted Zach a little bit um, on his opinions about the the movie, The Post. And we wanted to give you a chance to defend yourself. Thank you. We are egalitarian here. We're not trying to roast you and not give you a chance to come back. Yeah, I appreciate it. We will roast you. But you mm-hmm. do get a chance to defend yourself. Also, yeah. to be fair, I I haven't seen that movie since it came out. So yeah. I don't really have, like, I can't talk about it at great length. Um, so my so, argument But it was like, in, like, Oscar hype. So you were. Right, in right, for sure. We'll excuse I, bad opinions. So I guess the reason I liked it, yeah. And the reason I liked it uh, was because I. Uh, all the President's Men is one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely okay. a better movie than The Post, for sure. Yes. I, I, I'm not trying to argue that they are in the, in, uh, on the same level, because they are not. Mm-hmm. But I think anything about journalism in the 70s, which also is adjacent to All the President's Men, I was just there for. I was, it was like just one of those movies where 
there's probably a million valid arguments about it maybe not being great or boring, but it, it's just one of those movies that I was there for. And the I historical aspect. Had a hell, I, even everything. I thought, you know what? Put me on the stake. I don't care. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought that Steven Spielberg did a great job. I thought it was a very well-directed movie. I thought it was a movie that was easy to overlook. And I was like, I think he was having a lot of fun there. I think it's... You think mm-hmm. he was having fun? Yeah. I was having I fun watching fun. it. <laughs> I was there for it. I was like, hell yeah. Tom Tom Hanks. I fell asleep. To I'm be sorry. honest, I watched one trailer and was like, this just feels like a movie made exactly for the time. So that it and it feels like formulaic. Like you want to Oscar, put some Meryl Streep, put some Tom Hanks, get some Steven Spielberg in there, make it political and of the time, but only and, like sort of a little political, just like yeah. just like a little bit, like not enough to you know impact hearts. Or Touch on minds. feminism like a little bit, just <laughs> like not that much. <laughs> I was there for it. Oh well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Opinions are opinions, and that's right. Yeah, everyone's allowed to have them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we good, can, good movie, we all agree. Okay, well, it's that's, that's all the time we have for today. That's the, is, that's the post is good. the end. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta actually, get to genres. Yeah. yeah um, People are gonna we, click on this for genres and they're gonna be mad. Like, we're just talking about the lot. It's a recap. It's I'm one of sorry. those. Um, we actually had this suggestion a long time ago by dear friend Sarah Mickler, another Sarah. Whoa. Three Sarahs. Oh yes. We listen to every Sarah, so if you're Sarah, just like... Just reach out. It. Yeah. Um, she wants to know what our favorite genre of movie is and why. So let's do that. Yeah, we had played with like this kind of idea, but we realized we both wanted to really, really talk about our own and not like just be instructing the other one on how... Yeah, favorite works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, do we want to start? Let's start with um, our wonderful guest, and then we can go at some point after that. <laughs> yes, oh, that you. is Good. how listing works. Yeah. So, is, what's your favorite? What's your favorite genre? Is the post a genre? Oh, okay. <laughs> he came here to fight tonight. <laughs> I see. This is the only reason he agreed to be on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, my fa- so I, I was talking to Sarah before this. I'm like so bad at picking favorites, but for the sake of We're obviously this podcast. Here. Well, I know, but we established <laughs> that I know you. The other oh, yeah. One. Yes. Yeah. He um, said that we sound alike on the podcast, that he has trouble. 100%. Do like, we like blend with the Southern? You blend in, yeah. Um, but anyway, I would say rom-coms are one of my favorite. Anything that has to do with like relationships, I'm very, mm-hmm. very interested in. Um, but since rom-com is a genre about relationships, mm-hmm. that's one that I'm, I'm always very interested in and gravitate towards. Okay. But okay. some of my favorite that. movies aren't rom-coms necessarily, but... That's okay. Yeah. You know, that's how it works. But when Harry Met Sally, yeah. one of my favorite movies. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. I, like, have a tradition to watch that on New Year's. Mm-hmm. That movie oh. is incredible. I didn't watch it until, like, last year for the first time. Oh, Wow. We, we talk a lot about how, like, our generation, there's a lot of classic film that we sort of missed because maybe it was, like, a little too old for us, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just caught that one, like, for the first time ever um, this past year, and I loved it. Did you say you watched it? This pa- I also watched it last year. Did you like it? I oh. did. Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> um, I liked most of it. It's a little Brian would be into Billy Crystal, but oh, <laughs> the product of the time. Charming. <laughs> um, why, so why is that your favorite genre? Of all the genres. 
Why is that your favorite? You know, saying it's a favorite is kind of a stretch, but I, I love, so like I said, I already like anything about relationships. I think mm-hmm. that relationships, specifically romantic relationships, are fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like, they take up so much of our lives. I think some people like to blow it off as, like, that being really cheesy. But I'm like, no, but you, it's like, you spend a lot of your time trying to find someone, and then you spend a lot mm-hmm. of time, like, most people's stress is that, like, oh, my marriage sucks. You know, it's like, yeah. you deal with it all the time. So I'm always fascinated about how movies explore those themes. Um, yeah. And I just like comedies, too. And mm-hmm. so, and so I you put th- them together. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, relationships, like, with hindsight, most of them are, like, very, <laughs> a lot of things are very funny that, like, could seem dire, but you're like, why yeah. Why we fight about that or something? So it's fun to view them in that context. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have? Um, I love that. Do you have like a? I know you keep saying like I don't have favorites, but do you have like some favorite romantic comedies? Yeah. So that, like your go-to ones. So when Harry met Sally. Okay. Um. So actually, what actually really inspired me, and and kind of pushed me further into movies. This is gonna sound ridiculous, but Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I watched that. It was in high school. And it was a movie that had come out, and I saw, like, trailers for it, but no one talked about Like, it just kind of came out. And when I say no one, I mean the people in my small town in Kentucky didn't talk yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, so it had come out years ago, and then, but when I was in high school, I was going through a breakup, and I was, like, really sick for, like, a while. I think I was Oof. just, yeah, being really, yeah. like, an angsty teen, and um, was heartbroken. Right. Yeah. And so I basically would just come home and just, like watch movies or play games because I didn't feel like moving because I was sick and I I found Forgetting Sarah Marshall on TV like I caught it right at the beginning on FX they have the movies oh yes <laughs> mm-hmm. they do have the movies <laughs> and I, it was like one of the first times where I like actually felt what the character you know like a lot of times you can watch something like you feel for the character but I was like oh I that is me mm-hmm. like I am trying to date Mila Kunis you know uh, <laughs> I am trying to date Mila <laughs> You know, aren't we all kind of theoretically yeah. <laughs> trying to date? Oh, Everyone is, yeah. Uh, and so, like, I just was like, that's when I was like, hey, maybe rom-coms aren't bad. Because a lot of the ones I'd seen up until then were, like, the crappy ones. They were like, these are chick mm. flicks, which was a dumb point of view back then. Yeah. But a no, lot of them but, like, were bad. Yeah. So, so common. Just, yeah. you know, yeah. guys shouldn't want to go see The Notebook, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I dipped my toes into the water there. I was like, ooh, the water's pretty warm. Good. <laughs> and then in college, you know, you, you watch 500 Days of Summer and feel like you're kind of a smart oh, artistic geez. person because it's an yes. indie film. We have opinions so, on that movie here on oh, this podcast. So I got posted on um, that film guy you hate. Um, There's a Twitter account. Yeah, I didn't find that until you guys started interacting with that movie. <laughs> and I got posted on there it's for saying, I just want to find the Clementine to my Joel. Oh, Another one of my favorite I, movies. But, oh, uh, good. But their relationship is not good. Oh, no. Right. And, but a film bro would say that, and I have been told that before. And yeah. Sarah followed oh. up with, uh... Yeah. With... Same, five, but with 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have... Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems <laughs> like when you just miss the whole point of the movie, and you're like, you really remind me of Summer. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like, like this is a lot like that, that movie, and you're like, mm, eh. I feel like the Please no. <laughs> the end of that movie kind of negates everything that the movie sets up in a way. I well, I think they don't. do that for a reason in terms of like trying to unmanic pixie dream girl it, but it doesn't work. Yeah, but her name is Autumn. It's a, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. It's well, that's the. I like the movie. I haven't seen it in a couple years. Yeah, but. 
I can watch, there are five movies that I can watch over and over and over again without getting tired of them, and that is one of them. I yeah. will say that. It's a good movie. Yeah. Okay, but, like, I totally get, like, loving relationships and, like, when Harry Met Sally is a great example of that. I love movies like The Proposal, and um, we talked about Dumplin' was directed by the same lady. Like, um, Ann Fletcher can do no wrong. I haven't seen Dumplin'. It's okay. Okay. It took me three I, days to watch it. I watched it with my mom, end, and we cried. Yeah. Okay. It took me three days to watch it, but on the third day, I felt like I was connected to these characters. Like, I was like, I am invested. But maybe it just is because I watched it over the span of three days (laughs) anyway but yeah yeah, i love that take of like relationships are so complicated and Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. and i would say there's even like movies that stray from rom-com and still aren't sad necessarily but that like really encompass that um like if you've ever seen the one i love with like elizabeth moss and i love that movie yeah okay that one is so good about it it kind of reminded me of us a little bit i Yep. I made a letterbox list. Weird? That, oh, yeah. Where <laughs> I made a letterbox Moss list that was like where Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. Moss has clones. And it's yeah. the one I love in Us. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's really funny, actually. But no, that, that movie explores relationships in such a great way because, you know, you can have this person that is perfect and you can choose the selfish thing or you can deal with imperfections and, you know, I think that's that kind of exploration of human relationship because that is all we do. We're relationship people is really, really intriguing. So yeah. don't let anybody diss on the rom-com love. Yeah. I, I don't let them get to me. <laughs> Would you say the proposal is your favorite rom-com, Hand Lotion? Oh, yeah. I mean, You think yeah. so? Yeah. That, it's such a feel-good movie. Like, mm-hmm. that that one would be one that, like, me and my mom would put on if I had a bad day. It was, like, the proposal, mm-hmm. the heat with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. We just love Sandra Bullock, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the best. Like, I love her. any movie like that was mm-hmm. just, like, if you have a bad day, just erase it. Crack up at Channing Tatum yes. and Sandra Bullock falling on each other naked. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. Did I say Channing Tatum? You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that I movie had Channing Tatum in it. Is that weird? <laughs> is that common? Do people get them confused? Do people get right? Do you ever get... Co- All white men look the same to me. They do. <laughs> oh, so I look like you Ryan Reynolds. Thank you. <laughs> if they have uh, the same hair color and abs, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, on the vein of movies full of white men, my favorite rom-com is Crazy Stupid Love. That's Ooh, a good yeah, one. we talked yes. about this. I love that movie so much. And I think I just, like, the the inner, like, high school Shakespeare nerd in me yes. will always love any movie where you, like, have all these people in all these different situations. And at the very end, they're like, wait, you're, you're his father what yeah. <laughs> like they all come together that's the star wars nerd in you, actually <laughs> i just like the part and i haven't oh seen God. it forever but where they all tackle each other yeah it's then, just classic. but then like ryan gosling like doesn't steve crow try to tackle him and it's like really horrible like he doesn't bring yeah. him down and he just, like, yeah he tries and then like kevin movie. bacon comes on the scene and ryan gosling's just like oh punch him in the face yeah like it's just so good and it, you know it's got we Emma talked Stone. about that one on way back when episode four the Ooh. favorite what did oh we did we talked about the favorite Emma and Stone. favorite Emma Stone moments, oh, yeah. and I was just like, the whole movie, Crazy Stupid Love, yeah. favorite Emma Stone moment. <laughs> it's good. The, like, dirty dancing scene in it, classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just good. For it's, sure. Yes. Dirty yes. dancing, another great... Another, yeah. ...kind of rom-com, not really. No, never mind. Not a rom-com. I haven't seen that one. I think it's, because, like... Nobody puts baby in a corner, all that iconic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... I tend to really like movies about relationships that don't end happily. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, I'm the same. But I just, 
Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I just really, I love when they end very realistically, which usually yeah. means badly. Uh-huh. Um, which, those aren't romantic comedies, but... Like yeah. The Graduate. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a classic answer, I one of my favorites. I always think about the movie, and I think I've talked to you, I don't know, or you, I've talked to one of you about Like Crazy before, uh, yeah, yeah. where, like, you just see this span of a couple's relationship and them trying to make it work and at the end they're finally like together but there's like a lingering shot of you being like oh they're unhappy mm-hmm. and there's something weirdly satisfying about or like that. Juliet naked yeah. like we've talked about Juliet I want to see that it's so good it was a great one either. and I, I thought so it had good. a lot of funny moments I mean it is a little dramatic it's definitely I a love oh yeah. my goodness oh and uh, oh, uh Rose, Rose, Rose I love Rose oh. Yes. oh Neighbors yeah. is that a rom-com uh, no, definitely just, just like a straight, a, just a calm. Not <laughs> no, no, I, I really like that movie. Yeah. Obviously, another Nicholas Stoller movie. Um, but yeah, she is like one of my heartthrobs. Yeah. Any other rom coms? Oh yeah, that I we mean, have? How, how we've talked about rom the whole. This is just Zach's favorite genres. This <laughs> entire episode is just about no. Rom-coms. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones I want to talk about real quick and throw out. Like one of mine, I don't want to lead us down a road on this one, so we can just go over. We can just pass over as I say this, but. There's, it's problematic, but one of my favorites is still Annie Hall. I haven't watched okay. it in a couple of years yeah. for reasons. Yeah. But it's it is a good movie. Yeah, we have conversations all the time about I mean, separating we've art from artists. Baby and Driver. How much, you know, yeah. yeah, we've praised Baby Driver. I'm guessing because of Kevin Spacey, not because of Edgar yeah. Wright, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. I was like, crap! What did Edgar Wright do? What did he do? No, no, he's still a beautiful little human. Okay. Um. No. Yeah. But yeah. Um, totally fine. Just yeah. Um, so that I, was one that I'd watch all the time. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's one that I never actually picked up because, like, I, I've never watched yeah, one of seen one of his movies Me? because I just like by the time I was getting all filmy and yeah. annoying, like um, I knew how bad of he had already been canceled. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he pretty much should have been by the time I found him, but. Yeah, yeah. I have Things worked so CDs. different back then. There were not reckonings like there is now, and thank, right. yeah. thank goodness there are. But yeah, yeah. Any other rom coms to talk about? You know, I'm sure someone will pop up, but I'm good. Oh, we can move right. on. Two well, before there are two other people, but before we're gonna wrap up your like little like talking about. Oh, yours, Hitch! Can we just have like? Oh say my Hitch goodness! Is a good movie? Hitch. Okay, that's all oh, I yeah. say. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we can, you want to change this episode to just the Hitch episode? Because I I'm down. I haven't seen Hitch in a long time, so I don't have probably <laughs> that's much one of to my say. five movies. That my only comment my only comment on Hitch is when uh, Tom Haverford's like I got like 150 <laughs> Hitch quotes in here when he's trying to write Leslie and Ben's wedding. Uh-huh. That's all I got. It's just such a good movie. Oh my god, man, goodness. that movie's awesome. Yeah. All right, that's all I got to say. Okay, yeah. Um, so in this genre you're talking about, romantic comedies, uh-huh. do you have a character? from a movie in that genre that you would say that you identify with or that you feel very, like, a strong connection oh, to. Oh, man. You know, like, I mean, obviously the the cocky side of me is, like, I like to be kind of conversational and witty, like Billy Crystal. Okay. Um, <laughs> but then also, like, the, the melancholy of um, Jason Siegel's character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I'm forgetting his name in that movie. Yeah, so I, every single so every Well, those are all white head. men, so if you take, like... The, the witty, the wittiness, and the, and the, mm-hmm. the sadness and self-deprecation, <laughs> um, which I guess I kind of just described Woody <laughs> Allen on accident. Oh, no! If you, His if name you, is Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. yes, Peter. Uh, Peter, you suck. Peter, you got the Google. Oh. about you. God, it's a good movie. But, um, yeah, I would say 
a mix between <laughs> this is such a stupid <laughs> answer Peter and Billy Crystal's character Harry <laughs> imagine that good. that monster of a person oh that's well, good which is because he's like Jason's very tall and Billy's is, like yeah. short so that'd be a very weird both mix. be really they'd both be really charming because yeah. they gotta make yeah. up for the so basically <laughs> I'm saying I'm charming that's me good. I'm really charming good I'm okay. <laughs> That was an awful answer. Uh, no, that was a great answer. I've never thought about that. that. Like, great. I've never been like, I'm such a... I'm such a so-and-so. Yeah, I, do, I do relate heavily to Joaquin Phoenix's character and her. That is not a comedy. Well, I guess it is. I laugh a lot. I it's, do laugh a lot when I watch that. I stuff. uncomfortably laugh a lot when I watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, I always feel awkward when I play that movie because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of loud sex stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you're just like... It, mm-hmm. I live in an apartment, so people hear yeah, that. Like, like, that's not yeah, me. Yeah, it's the movie. You always have to like do the thing where you turn the volume down really low, and then you're like, "All right, now yeah. I can listen to them talking again." Oh, I turn it up. Oh, okay. I've been watching Tokyo Ghoul a lot, and there's a lot of like screeching and like just gross. Sound. I don't know why they have such loud sound effects in anime, but just a lot of screaming. And my roommate's like, "I genuinely thought you were watching something like horrifying." Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of horrifying, you want to talk about Ooh. your favorite genre? Ooh, great so, I mean, segue, it Thank you. Great segue. It wouldn't be out of character for me to be watching something horrifying because yeah. my favorite genre is horror. And we're not going to do sub-genres and stuff. We'll do that when it gets to Halloween. Oh, um, we specifically, will? This is the first time I've heard of this. Specifically, I love <laughs> slashers. Those are my favorites. Mm. Um, big fan of the 80s. Good. And I love when they flip the tropes on their heads and do cool stuff with it. But... Um, yeah, so horror is my favorite genre, and I would say it's my favorite because, I mean, I kind of got into it when I was in, like, I don't know, probably ninth grade. Um, ninth grade Halloween, being an anxious and sad child, just sitting in my house, feeling bad that I wasn't going out anywhere. And yeah. AMC has AMC has Fear Fest mm-hmm. every Halloween. And so I watched Alien, and then I watched um, Halloween, and then I watched... I'm pretty sure either like Halloween 2 or um, something else in the slasher vein. Um, and so that just for me was such a formative experience because I had so much fun. I watched three incredible movies for the first time ever. Um, and I really just, I loved like Ripley, like strong women like that. And like mm-hmm. Laurie Strode just killing it on screen. And so, I just, I guess I love being scared on screen because I feel like it gives me control over my anxious life. Whoa. Yeah. Maybe. That's so cool. When <laughs> I hear, I hear Han Lozier talk about horror a lot. Uh-huh. And a I lot, never know what she's saying. I just <laughs> nod my head. Because I am a, like, I'm very scared scared person yeah. <laughs> yeah so i don't watch a lot of scary movies and i'll literally think, watch yeah. a horror film like alone in my apartment yeah at mm. midnight like yeah <laughs> see horror is a genre I'm, I'm now coming around to like i used to not like it for I me mean, obviously because it makes you scared so you're like well yeah. i mean i watch a lot of movies alone yeah mm-hmm. and so you're like well i don't want to do that uh, and then also kind of like rom-coms growing up you see a lot of the crap like your friends like let's watch this movie and you're like this is oh horrible. totally and yeah. so you kind of like unfairly equate like yeah. horror movies with like crappy movies yeah but obviously that's very 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 wrong I saw Insidious 2 like three times in the theater Insidious changed Insidious is what got me really into them I, um, um, so I mean I get like watching stuff just because it's scary and watching it over and over again mm-hmm. yeah but that was part of the fun to it to me too. Like, 
my friends and I would go see every Insidious movie, and you know, you'd be like looking through your eye or hands. Yeah, looking through, looking your, through eyes. your eyes. Normal, yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> okay, um, looking through your hands the whole time and like cl- covering your ears and just yeah. so terrified. And it's just such a fun experience. It's it's why people go on roller coasters. It's why people For go sure. to haunted houses. Yeah, I mean. On some level, if you can control the amount you're being scared, it feels a lot better than just being anxious. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. My friend group in college, for some reason, I picked friends who loved having scary movie nights. Mm. And in order to hang out with my friends, I'd have to go over to someone's, like, trailer Uh. and and watch scary movies in the trailer park. Ooh, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, (laughs) But um, it would... It would always freak me out, and I would just be, like, in the corner playing, like, Candy Crush on my phone or something, because uh-huh. I'd be like, I'm here, I'm hanging out with my pals, but I am not watching this movie. And I'm pretty sure, like, a ton of scary movies I have seen, but I could not tell you, like, anything, mm-hmm. because I completely detached myself from the experience. <laughs> I get very scared. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't see, I didn't see Hereditary alone. I was like, I need someone to go with me. Mm-hmm. But that movie ruled. I didn't see it alone didn't either. It. Not the first time. <laughs> so the, the friend that I went with, we often just will, if something goes well, we'll go, hey, help Haven. Yeah. My, um, <laughs> yeah, my friend uh, Chrissy, who I talk about a lot, she was the guest we almost had. Um, oh. The one that got away? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Chrissy, yeah. No, but she has such an appreciation, not only for horror, but for So Bad It's Good movies. So we see a lot of movies together because those are my two favorites. And um, we saw Hereditary together at the nastiest theater in Hot Springs, um, Arkansas. Which is just, like one of the nastiest towns in Arkansas. It didn't Arkansas. even <laughs> have stadium seating. Yeah. All seats were on the same I level. know the theater you're talking about because I saw Don't Be Afraid of the Dark in that theater oh. for no good reason. <laughs> My friends made me go. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> creepy as heck. We all, we walked out like feeling cursed yeah <laughs> it was messed up yeah. i watched i don't but i, love I don't that even movie. know that like rules. that's one of my favorites it's really good everything scares me so much that i don't even know what qualifies as like a horror movie <laughs> like I, movies that are like just psychological thrillers i'm like oh yeah that like deep like horror film and everyone's like mm, that's not it's not what that is and i'm like i don't know but like to yeah. me blue valentine's a horror movie you like, I haven't seen it. Oh. That's an interesting take. With Ryan, I mean, it, I was kind of being sarcastic, oh. but yeah, it's like watching these people go through a divorce. And like, no, <laughs> yeah, that could happen. Um, so, Handloser, what in the entire genre? Um, what would you say would be your favorite? Well, um, one of my very favorites, um, directed by David Robert Mitchell, um, mm-hmm. and was one that I should have seen solo. And didn't because I was in high school and I made a bunch of my friends come to see the sexually transmitted demon movie. The movie rules. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm very confused. You ever seen it? it follows. Did you hear what I just said about well, the I don't see it. <laughs> no, I so did not it see follows, it. Okay. Right, Micah Monroe, directed by David Robert Mitchell, is this insane movie that has such a ridiculous premise that it shouldn't work, but it does. Um, and I took a bunch of friends to see it, full well knowing what it was about. And I'm not sorry, Kane. <laughs> I'm not sorry. So, <laughs> so we go and see this film, and it's got beautiful cinematography. And the premise is that um, a girl gets past a sexually transmitted demon that is constantly what? walking toward you in a straight line, walking kind of slow, 
but just constantly walking towards you. So if you don't keep moving, it will catch you. And the only way to get rid of it is to pass it on. Um, what? So you have to give it to somebody else. And it is such an incredible film about, about like, weird sexual changes when you're a teenager. Um, it's a great horror film. It has this weird quality where they try to keep it where you can't tell what time period it is. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very out of time. And, um, like, one girl has a weird, like, little shell e-reader that I've wanted for my entire life. But they still talk on landlines and don't have cell phones. So it's, like, they try to keep it, it's very strange. And the whole thing has a kind of 70s sort of vibe to it. But it's a lot bluer and um, brighter. It's seriously incredible and changed everything I thought I knew about horror, I guess. Um, because I'd always watched slashers and, you know, cheesy, like, low-budget Blumhouse films, and to see something like that and see horror be art um, and be modern art was totally a game-changer for me. Yeah, that movie is... Uh, I remember seeing that in theaters, and I, I watched it back in October. It's so good. It's <laughs> so Like, good. the scares in that movie... I mean, it's perfect because of how it, you know, it's really just... I, I love how the whole idea is just something is always going to be following you. Yeah. And when you get... I mean, there's some moments where you're like, ah! God, it's so yeah. terrifying. I'm so separated from this entire conversation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, this is why we didn't do a horror film episode. Yeah, we almost did an entire. Sarah. We all for okay. I watched us. <laughs> so when I do watch scary movies, it's because like I know that they're actually going to be also just good movies. Right. So mm-hmm. like I don't want to waste my time on being scared for no reason, but I'll be scared, I guess, for the for the film, <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh. So I watched us. I watched it twice. And then um, Han Lozier was like, should we talk about horror movies? And I was like, I mean, you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I'll sit and listen to you for an hour if you want to do that. Um, so, yeah, it's basically, I've, I've seen Us and I've seen Get Out. Okay. I feel like... There you go. Those are yeah. good <laughs> examples. I feel like it's probably not any scarier than Us. Maybe, like, a little more intense at times, but... I don't no, know. but I, it, it follows this way, like... More, it's more psychological, I would say. It's still got some good, it's got some good spooks, some good, you know. Like the tall man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and just, like, her friends not believing her because they can't see it oh, is yeah. even better. Uh, it's incredible. It's a great film. And the moment, see it. the moment where, I mean, everything gets set up, it's so intense. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it for Sarah. She I'm probably it, not going to see it. You should. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's uh, really good. Yeah. The listeners, you should see it. Okay. Do you have um, a favorite scary movie, Zach? Yeah, what's, what's your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. That's uh, actually a question from Scream, not that you would know, um, Sarah. But oh, yes, what's your favorite is. scary movie? Great. <laughs> yeah, I would say, um, I, like I said earlier, how like I'm, over the past couple of years, just been really getting into scary movies and enjoying them. So there's still a whole lot I haven't seen. Um, but The Conjuring is one of my favorites. Yes. I think I've seen that one. It's I don't know why I I can't really talk about why because I haven't seen it in forever. But like something about it just I don't know. I thought it was fun. I thought the the character was really interesting about yes. the, the paranormal people who really were mostly there to be like, hey, most of what we do is debunk things. And so like I yeah. thought that was a really interesting angle. Mm-hmm. Um, James Wan is awesome. Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah, so that that's probably one of my go tos where I, I really like that movie. No, I totally agree, and I think that The Conjuring was a great, um, I think Blumhouse did that one too, if I'm not mistaken. 
I think so. Yeah, 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 they did. I remember the seeing yeah. their, their logo in the beginning. Like, yeah, oh, that logo shit. freaks me out every time. Yeah. Um, no, but that was a big breakout for Blumhouse because it was such a low-budget film that made ridiculous just mm-hmm. buckets of money. And I was genuinely terrified in the theater. And that doesn't oh, yeah. happen for me. That doesn't happen for me often. I, by the time I watched it, I think I was in 11th grade, I'd mm-hmm. been very desensitized. I loved, I loved horror. I loved the violence. I loved the freaky jump scares. And I still, I remember I came home. This is so embarrassing. I was like 16 years old. And I got in my sister's bed and I was like, please let me sleep with you. Like, I'm crying. I'm like, please, Anna, just, I'm freaking out. Please uh-huh. just let me sleep in your bed. And she was so mad. She's like, no, go to your own freaking bed when you're 16. <laughs> and it was the scary, I had, I was terrified. I've never been scared like that in a movie. That's so, yeah, a movie that is the, a great one. The clapping game, right? That's the conjuring? Yeah, that's the whatever my friend this is a terrible story but in college we went and saw that like maybe at was like second run theater and one of my mm-hmm. friends snuck into one of my other friends who's a big scaredy cat he snuck into his room and when he turned off the lights he did the clap nope. freaked oh. out uh, nope but yeah I guess you can't talk about any of this so should we I mean is anyone gonna ask not ask me what my favorite no yeah, I think we're done right what's my favorite scary movie Halloween Town the Disney Channel original movie Ooh. <laughs> that's okay, it that's all I got <laughs> Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Yes, that one, listen. Really freaked, the movie theater The movie scene, theater scene. The movie theater, the movie because the movie theater is a safe space for me. I that know. scene really got me. Yeah, I still think about that sometimes. I have nightmares <laughs> Just, And it. I get scared. So, like, I get scared <laughs> with Halloween Town. So, like, of course, I'm going to get freaked out by um, real scary movies. See, that's a movie I haven't seen. Halloween Town or Halloween Town <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, Those Jason Jan original movies. Do you identify with a character in particular from that genre? So I always love the final girl who knows what she's doing. Um, <laughs> you know, who's not willing to just like scream loudly and get stabbed to death. Um, so I love Sydney Prescott from Scream. Um, she's really a fighter and she has a really hard life and just continues to be a BA. So, I love her. I love Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Heather Langenkamp. Um, she's awesome. And also, the Australian girl from Your Next. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that. But she's like, no. it turns out she grew up in like a survivalist colony and basically can just fight back. And I really dig her. So, just any final girl... Movie. Any final girl who doesn't just lay down and die, because I feel like I know so much about horror movies, I am like the Sydney Prescott of this universe. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds great. She almost gets murdered after her mom was murdered. It's really messed up. Wow. And she fights back, and she survives all four sequels. Spoiler alert. Well, good yeah. for her. Yeah. Good for her. That's happy. Great. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about scary Sarah, what is your favorite genre, Girly Pop? My favorite genre. We've alluded to this already. Um, I believe we, we we started trying to like implement like a cinema rules like hydration game, drink anytime. <laughs> I to mention a coming of age <laughs> movie. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, that's my favorite genre. It's coming of age movies. I don't know why I love it so much. I just think I really. They help you feel not alone mm-hmm. in all of the ridiculous stuff that you go mm-hmm. through, you know? Um, I love, I love how, I love, like, really real coming-of-age movies. Like, the coming-of-age movies that I, I, I just like any time in film where, like, a split-second 
of something in a movie happens and you go oh i thought it was the only one that did that mm-hmm. or you're like i thought mm-hmm. i oh, i didn't know that that was like such a specific thing that like everybody could relate to and i feel like that happens so much in coming of age movies mm-hmm. um there's like there's this scene um in probably one of my favorites uh francis ha where, so good where she it's like the dumbest fans. yes oh me too where it's like the the most like it's it's just like the most trivial thing ever she goes to an atm she tries to get cash out and there's a moment where the atm is like three dollar transaction fee and the look on her face of just pure hesitation of like do i want to spend the extra three dollars on this mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you're like oh i yeah that's so specific but like i get that feeling or like fine <laughs> i do that <laughs> um or that moment like I'm just gonna keep talking about it. It's this is now just about Greta Gerwig. Um, Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> she's moment, also my favorite genre. She, Lady yes. Bird's another great coming. I was age. just about to talk about that. That moment where Lady Bird, um, like she's got like a crush on this boy, and he finally is like he likes her too. And there's a moment where she's like running down a street, like and like at night, and she just kind of stops and yep. like yells at the sky, and she's like, ah, <laughs> like that's such a relatable thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I just really love. Um, I love how often coming-of-age movies also deal with, like, parental dynamics, because I don't know if a lot of other movie genres deal with, like, the parent-kid relationship a lot. Um, so I really love, I love how, when coming-of-age focus. I just, <laughs> I have a whole, we just keep referring to our lists on Letterboxd, but I have a mm-hmm. list on Letterboxd that's, like, very specific parent and kid scenes that make me weep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um like it's the great. goofy movie is on yeah, there yeah <laughs> two very different movies the goofy movie. <laughs> yeah. still a great one yeah um love simon is on there hearts beat loud is on there hearts beat loud heart beats loud what is hearts that hearts loud. beat loud yeah um that's on i just i i just love that and i love and coming of age movies have a plethora of parent and child crying oh, scenes sure. um my favorite movie of all time is short term 12 so short time 12 i'd never realized that it's like an intersection of four of my favorite things in movies which is one a bunch of different people seemingly like trapped in one space (laughs) and how they Mm -hmm. interact with each other love that um two i love it when um when things feel like like the story is giving you permission to look into a character's life like, it doesn't feel like a performance. You're just kind of like, oh, like, I'm allowed to look at what this character is going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, movies that have, like, s- sort of happy endings, but you also kind of know that it's not all tied up and super happy. And it's, like, five different coming-of-age stories in one movie. Yeah. Yes. And I love that. Like, that's, um, yeah, so that's one of my favorites. But, I mean, you know, Lady Bird and Francis Ha are, like, they're up there. Because yeah. Greta Gerwig just can do no wrong. And she's doing Little Women this year. Mm-hmm. She's doing good. So, yeah. I love coming of age. What, uh, I love that. What do you think of boyhood? <clears throat> oh, interesting. <laughs> so, um, I, I, people always have interesting it. opinions in this movie. Yeah, okay. So, you can't blame a director for not knowing that you know the small child that you cast in your film uh-huh. was going to grow up to be the worst actor in the world i mean um, it could not it could not have been worse i don't think um the premise super cool it, it could the, have been tommy the, wiseau 
<laughs> the premise is really great. The like passion project aspect of it, like I will absolutely root for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the movie itself is a better idea than it was a movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I like it, but, okay. but all those are very valid. Like I don't disagree. Yeah. It's so long. It's so it's so long. We so hate right. long movies on this podcast. Oh, we do. Really My favorite length I, of a I movie enjoy. is like. Eighty minutes. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, an hour minutes. thirty is fine yeah. for me. But once you get past an hour thirty, you really have to win some goodwill. I I have wow. movies that are like my all time favorites that I don't rate like one hundred percent, like five out of five stars, because I start deducting like half stars with like how really? like how long they okay. are. I just because I just think, I think they can be made better when they're shorter. Like yeah, there's a lot of if I can cut movie if I can cut scenes in my head and like yeah. it would be fine and it has no impact on the total story then you are being self-indulgent. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, Avengers Infinity War, every single scene is stuffed. Yeah. You know, they, they yeah. can't cut it any shorter. Yeah. But Endgame's when I watched, about to be three hours Something long. never really happens in those movies. What? Whoa. Okay. But when I watched uh, <laughs> Hot Take, Widows, and I was cutting yeah. scenes of Viola Davis crying over her dead husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that had, movie, but there's some. Stuff. I was yeah. like, "This is too long." I loved Widows, but it was absolutely way too long. <laughs> it's like I don't know why this. That's is That's our here. favorite genre of film: one hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> love those. There's yeah, those are some good points. I don't mind long Thank movies you. though. <laughs> yeah, when they're but there, I mean, there is. I mean, when obviously, it makes sense for them to be longer. Right. I mean, yeah. the the whole goal is when you're editing a movie is to you need to make it as short as it should be. Yeah. You gotta right. kill your darlings. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any favorite coming of age movies? Oh, I gotta think mm. about this now. Um. I mean, I love Frances Hall. It's just so good. Yeah. I love Suspiria, where. A woman oh, gosh. Comes from <laughs> <laughs> just comes from nothing and nowhere. That movie cursed me. Uh, <laughs> I also really love. The most powerful witch in the coven. You know, I just. Something about that just yeah. speaks to me. Yeah, good. You were talking about, like, how, when you were talking about the scary movies and, like, how you felt cursed by a movie. I felt cursed by Suspiria. Like, I was like, I think... A little bit. I think I have a spell on me. That was a really long movie. That was a, it was a two and a half what? hours long. That was a very long movie. It was so long. Every scene felt essential, I tell you. Do you think so? I, I did feel that way. Although, Tilda Slinton's third character kind of got on my nerves. Yeah. But she didn't have that, to be the entire cast of that. She didn't movie, have to do it to she him. Did but it. She did it to him. She did. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, the same man it, that made "Call Me by Your Name." He oh, did. I, oh, I know. He, yeah. I want to watch it. I just haven't seen it. It's bananas. Wait, I, I mean, could not believe. I could not believe the transition. I mean, he still. <laughs> I. Uh, would that be a com- <laughs> Would that be a? Uh, um, Coming of age movie. What, Call me by your oh, name. for sure. Yeah. It's on my list. list. That's yeah. that's gonna be one of my favorite yeah. things. It's that's on my list a good of favorite coming yeah, of age. Yes, that movie <laughs> makes me weep like it's a little so baby. Good. It's so beautiful. It's so oh my goodness. Makes yeah. me want to eat spaghetti. And... Did you read the book? Uh, what what'd you just say? Italy. You want to eat spaghetti? It's Italian. Yeah, you want to eat spaghetti? It's Italian. And wear like long sleeve shirts and shorts oh, and walk around yes. and be in love. Long sleeve shorts and shorts. Walk my bike. Objectively, the, the best weather. Yeah, I, I was like, I almost did that today. I was like, I'm kind of in a comedy. I after I watched that movie like for the third time, I was like, 
Yeah, Army Hammer's got something going on. And I, <laughs> it's his legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's probably one of my... Yeah, that's Y'all know that... Current favorites. This might be too explicit. We might have to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll decide. Do you know that there's a CGI artist that was responsible for editing Army Hammer's junk? Yes. Out of shots yes. because his shorts were too short? <laughs> yeah. That is one of my favorite <laughs> film facts of have. all... Time. Do you think they vetted people like you know like, how do you, like huh? Could you handle this job? Are you good enough? Or for they this? were like, we'll take anyone. <laughs> right. Yes. You know how to edit. Like who do you like? Is there a man in Hollywood they called like this yeah. junk? This junk's too much. <laughs> Call this man. Oh no! I love it. Yeah, I love that. No, coming of age is a great genre. I feel like most people gotta love that. Yeah, I just yeah. watched. I just watched Charlie Bartlett the other day. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Anton Yelchin and Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's, Anton. It's slightly problematic, but it was really good. I had a whoa. I had a really hard time thinking about um, thinking about coming of age movies to talk about on this episode because I've mentioned all of them <laughs> that I love yeah. in other episodes. It's like I've already talked about eighth grade. I've already talked about Blockers. I've already talked about the miseducation of Cameron Post. There's been great Simon. ones happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Is Benjamin Button a coming of age? Oh, goodness. You are not the first person to ask me that specific question. <laughs> My friend Jordan, I was talking about coming uh, of age movies, and he specifically said, would you consider Benjamin Button a coming of age? And I said something about coming of de-aging. He comes of an age. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, I don't know. Um, so I don't know how to talk about what character I identify with with coming of age movies because it's just all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah. 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 That yeah. is the point. It is the point, but also probably Lady Bird. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think those are great genres. It is. So. I'm proud of everyone. Um, Zach, I don't know if you know, but on every episode of the Cinema Rolls. We take a BuzzFeed quiz at the end, um, and we normally take a BuzzFeed quiz if we're talking about like a specific movie or uh-huh. an actor or whatever. We'll take it from the perspective of the character. Okay. But since we have you as a guest, we're just going to ask you the questions. Okay. And we're going to find your results. This will be my first yes, BuzzFeed I quiz. Love this. Your first BuzzFeed quiz ever? Ever? Probably. Whoa! I never got into these. Honestly, like, I'm impressed. Oh my gosh. This is this. actually very impressive. Um, so our BuzzFeed quiz today is what movie genre is your life? Uh, <laughs> All right, tragedy. so we're about to learn so much about you. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. In your high school cafeteria, you sat with the jocks, punks, slash goths, because those are the same thing, the almost popular kids, the artsy kids, the popular kids, the exchange students, the band kids, the virgins, or the stoners. Definitely the virgins. <laughs> Your entire like lunch table. <laughs> yeah, just the whole virgins. Yeah, <laughs> is this your final answer? Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, got it. Pick a bagel, cinnamon sugar, pretzel, marble, ba- baby. Is that what that is? I don't, know. I don't know what that bagel is. Everything scooped, garlic, jalapeno, or I don't like bagels. Those are weird options. I, I mean, don't know what mine happens would be there. blueberry, but um. Oh, so good. Yeah, me too. Yes. Maybe what is a scooped bagel? I have no clue what that is. Like a, um, I guess I would just say 
I mean, pretzel's good, so let's just say pretzel. <laughs> okay. But I've never had a pretzel, a pretzel bagel. bagel? But... I mean, it's like like pretzel bread. Yeah, like I mean, pretzel I, bars I understand are probably the concept. Good. Yeah. I'd probably like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, what? Because <laughs> I know the answer to this. What is, oh. <laughs> what is the last <laughs> thing you Instagrammed? I don't Instagram. An animal or pet, something scenic, food, a lyric or quote, an expensive car, a cute pic of your boyfriend or girlfriend, mm. a selfie, or a suggestive selfie. I guess it would... Do you want to tell the listeners what your actual last is? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it would technically be a selfie. It's not a selfie, but that'd be the most accurate. Um, it was a video of you, yeah. I posted... So, long story short, <laughs> we were testing out some 16mm film for work, and we had shot a bunch of stuff, and we had barely, like, some feet left, and we needed to roll through it. So my coworker was like, you should just talk and make like a dating video. So I just riffed. Um, so it's a, a video of me, Good. like a dating video of me, but shot on film. So it's very artsy. <laughs> so would that be I a suggestive like, selfie? That's a suggestive that's selfie, pretty, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're suggesting yeah. for people. Like I mean, I do it. have a hoodie and a long sleeve shirt, so it kind of leaves more <laughs> okay. to like think about. That's okay. Mm. All right. Pick a red-headed leading lady. My uh-huh. favorite category of leading ladies. All right. I don't I, know who some of these are. I don't either, so I'm just going to... Sorry to you audio listeners. I'm just having <laughs> Zach look at these pictures and and pick one. Oh, Emma there, Stone, Amy Adams, Adams Lindsay like, Lohan. We got Renee's, Nicole Kidman in here. Wait, Nicole Kidman is not a... She's not always hand. a red. She's mostly just wearing wigs. I'm going to say... Jessica, a- Jessica, what's your name? Chastain, yeah. Chastain, and that is Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. I'm going to go with Amy Adams. Good choice. All right. Okay. Your ship hit an iceberg and it's sinking. You make love for the last time. (laughs) Sacrifice. (laughs) The ship is sinking. Sacrifice yourself for your loved ones. Sacrifice everyone to save yourself. Punch the iceberg in the face. Die only to realize it was all a dream. Look forward to your next life. Blame Canada. Watch your life flash before your eyes or find the nearest bottle. I'd probably say watch your life flash before your eyes. Fun! Yeah. I mean, I think I would want to go to make love for the last time, but that's just assuming a lot. Oh, okay. At a party, you are breaking up fights, talking politics, going into off-limit rooms, playing DJ, dirty dancing, getting your flirt on, dealing with stupid drama, meeting new people, or just not going. Probably meeting new people. Okay. Pick an older, in parentheses, but still hot, leading man. <laughs> Got George Clooney, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Robert Downey Jr. Um, I don't Is that Voldemort? Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Sorry. Cusack, Hugh Jackman, Will Smith, uh, Ed Norton, or Javier Bardem. Woo! Uh, Look at me go. Yeah, scroll. Who, real quick, who do I got here? Uh, nobody's really doing it for me, but I guess <laughs> I'm going to go George Clooney. All right. All right. I would have gone Jackman, personally. Love yeah, I like Jackman, but... All right. Someone cute texts you. You sneak out to see them. Let your BFF reply for them. you. <laughs> they text you. They're like, hey. This is made for children. I must, I must see you. <laughs> you let your BFF reply for you. Stalk their Facebook for something to talk about. Wait three hours to respond. Squeal. 
play hard to get, send a dirty pic, Snapchat a dirty pic. So they text you and you Snapchat them yeah, back. Yeah, you're like, hold on, check Snapchat. Or accidentally send a dirty pic to the wrong person. What are there three dirty pics? I, I know. just sneak oh, out to so see funny. them so you clearly live with your parents and accidentally send a dirty pic. Why are those in the same quiz, MTV? BuzzFeed. Um, I'd say squeal. <laughs> Pull a ladybird yeah. in the middle of the I just the remember street. I was at the virgin table. And no. <laughs> BuzzFeed's encouraging child pornography. Ah! <laughs> this is a stretch. All right. Your ex, <laughs> your ex would describe you as too loud, the one that got away, a, mon- <laughs> a monster, unbelievable, a flirt. What is unbelie- unbelievable? That could be bad or good. Yeah. A flirt, strange, intense, a drama queen, or awkward. That's her. Oh, scroll up real quick. That's I love you. how these are. None of these are good. I mean, yeah, some are. of these would make sense, but I don't know if they would be the. We're on good terms, so mm-hmm. I would say maybe. Unbelievable! <laughs> the one that got away. Are you no, she's married with the kid. I don't think she's thinking Whoa! about me anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay. But then, well, I guess she's not the last person I did. I guess maybe. Um, Maybe, let's just say strange, uh, you know. Okay. But no, you get to know oh. people, they're weird, you know, so. Yeah. Okay. The craziest thing you've shared with your best friend is, you've shared, hmm. a drunken hookup. Does that mean? I've hooked up with my friend, or, or does I've that mean like shared I've shared the story? I, yeah. Uh, you Probably can take two without what you want to. A life-changing trip, your dreams and aspirations, a near-death experience, your embarrassing hobby, a significant other. I don't understand this question. I prefer to be alone, your entire closet, or a dark secret. So some of these seem like they mean share, like you do this with your best friends. I think it's like when you're drunk, like, and you're like opening up. Okay. Um, But your closet? Wait, your closet? Like it's just like share your closet, like your clothes with your best friend. Like what? So then do Uh, that? I guess that's kind of bending the rules a little bit. Yeah. It's a confusing question. I know. I don't know, like. Are you shared? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you shared like a significant other. (laughs) Probably you're probably just dreams and aspirations. (laughs) Oh, okay. so sweet. Good. Yeah. All right. You Ooh. got... You got musical. Oh, probably <laughs> yes. my least favorite. Whoa. Same, actually. It's um, your least favorite because it's your life. Nobody goes yeah, to the Yeah, that's like, uh, excited about okay. your life. So the description... Hey, Lozier, do you want to read that? Oh, no. I just closed it. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I can read it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You live for the spotlight, and you'll stop at nothing to get it. That's sort of true. Okay, for you, no stage is too small, and no event is anything short of a production. Oh You're, my God. Li- you literally <laughs> make films. You're a fan of dramatic entrances and even more dramatic exits. Oh, for sure. Some people may view you as dramatic, but it's not your fault. Your life is worthy of a choreographed song and dance every once in a while. That's true. You know, BuzzFeed gets it right more often than not. Yeah. They do. They told Last week we were Ladybird. We collectively were Ladybird. <laughs> so, I mean, what can you say? They know what they're doing. It. Remember that um, that one where I guess Princess Leia and Gamora were best friends, and we were like, yes. "This is true." They both have daddy issues. They both are like, "My dad's trying to kill everyone." Whoa! Well, yeah, it. yeah. Buzzfeed. They both have weird sibling things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like a weird sibling thing is being <laughs> attracted to him. <laughs> oh, that, you'd be like that sometimes. It when George Lucas is writing your movie. I hate this. Hey, let's figure it out as it goes. Okay. 
let's end this. Yes. <laughs> um, Zach, do you have anything that you'd like to promote to the people? Plug. Um, well, uh, this isn't a plug, but one, I, we don't have to talk about this, but just one movie I remember that I should have shared, one of my favorite rom-coms is The Apartment. Okay. Okay, uh, I've never seen, seen that. Billy Wilder. It's from like 1960. Oh, yeah, I've never seen a movie before oh. 2005. Uh, so I'm not quite that bad, but I've never, s- I've never seen that. Uh, uh, it's very good. Anyway, uh, promoting. Yeah, so this is kind of bad because I don't know the dates yet. I've not been informed. Okay. But uh, for any people in Indianapolis, my newest short film will be premiering at the uh, Indie Film Fest. Ooh. Um, sometime in the beginning of May. I don't have dates yet. That's so exciting. Yay. Maybe by 4.16 when you post this. Sorry. Yeah. Now it has to happen. <laughs> no, it has to be posted. Yeah, don't say that because sometimes I edit a day later. <laughs> Maybe when you post it, when you post this, <laughs> like I will we'll have know. dates that you can Follow share. him on Instagram and see. So this asks yeah. for indie people, but for all of you Arkansas listeners... <laughs> because we have quite a few of those. We've got some um, Wisconsin listeners. We've yeah, got some Texas what's your, listeners. We're very, like, all over the United uh-huh. States. So what's your IG? Yeah. Uh, it is just... I, let me make sure I'm telling you right. Not getting mixed up with, like, another handle. But I think it's just the Zach Cooper. The Zach Cooper. And Zach is spelled just Z-A-C. And then yeah. Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R. Yeah. And I think... Do you have a link in your Instagram to, like, your Vimeo? Because you have two short films on there. I do. And they can watch those. I, and they're very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They're very good. Yeah, it's just the Zach Cooper. Yeah. It's a picture of me wearing a, a tie, holding a drink, and covering my face. I was really right. drunk when I found this second. They'll Whoa. definitely find you now. Uh-huh. Yes, good. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, I, sorry, I don't have like actual dates, but that's the only thing. No, I it's okay. Find. Thank you so much for being Yay. on the pod. Oh, for sure. Yes. Thank you. I'm our first ever guest. Making our history. first guest. We might... We're actually... We just got a little bit more um, official. We've got um, a white man on our podcast. <clears throat> so <laughs> maybe we talked about Woody maybe, Allen. I know, no. I thought I'd fit all this. David Ehrlich is going to listen to our podcast now. <laughs> all right, it's hard out here. Um, it is. Um, if you know, it's not too late to send your solo movie experiences. Email yeah. us at cinemarollspod at gmail Follow us on the Twitter at cinemarollspod. We yes. are super funny and very fun, and we love to comment <laughs> on the current events, which is Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's what that's for. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We also always have our letterboxed links in our description. So if you're like, what are these lists that these girls keep talking about? I'm confused. Check you it out. Letterboxd is there. the bomb. Yeah, I finally hit more followers than I am following. Ooh, so I day. guess you could Ooh, say I'm like getting the up flex. there in the film world. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Zach, do you know our catchphrase? Do you want to say it? Do you, no, I'm do you not know it? No. <laughs> Fake fan. It's okay. I have listened we, before, but I I'm not going to lie. Phrase. We forget to say it. <laughs> and it's at the very end. Like, if yeah. you listen this long, geez. Yes. Uh, that's how the cinema rolls, folks. Yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, say it? That's, yeah. yeah. Okay, now. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Are you ready? Ready? We're, We're ready. playing the theme music. Get, yeah. Okay. That's how the cinema rolls, folks. Ooh. Beautiful. Whoa, delivery. he did it. He A did dramatic it. reading. Okay, great. We're great.